Introducing Shakti Power with best-selling author, priestess, and sacred dancer, Zinnia Gupte. Learn the wisdom of Shakti Power and invite greater beauty, intuition, and magic into your life. Enjoy ancient mantras, meditations, and supportive techniques to help you unlock and activate your sacred feminine power. And now, Shakti Power with Zinnia. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Shakti Power. And on today's episode, I'm so excited to introduce what we're going to talk about all month long in July, and that is devotion. As you all know, we're going to have the most amazing and luscious and nourishing sacred sensuality retreat in October from October 7th through the 14th in Ibiza, Spain. And I'm preparing for that retreat by sharing with you all the principles that we're going to be um, learning from and and embodying and teaching at this retreat this year and in um, next year as well. And love, eroticism, beauty, pleasure, devotion. These are some of the things that we will be exploring in the Sacred Sensuality Retreat. And these are some of the themes that I explore in my new upcoming ebook, Sacred Sensuality. So today we're going to talk about devotion and the devoted lover. And I can't think of anyone or a story that represents this better than the Hindu goddess Radha. I remember dancing to Radha when I was a young girl. I would um, dance to her and embody her. While we were dancing to the story of Radha and Krishna, they are the Hindu goddess of love, harmony, and union. And so Radha, the Hindu goddess, is the divine feminine counterpart and twin flame of Krishna. And she's considered to represent Shakti, the divine Shakti, the divine feminine and creative spirit of this universal life force. And so she's love, she is devotion. And without her, Krishna cannot be created. And for this reason, she is Shakti as devotion. She represents such a powerful force that is honored and cherished. She's the one who enchants Krishna. She is completely devoted to her partner. And Radha illustrates this extremely devotional love that starts off as human love and becomes divine love. And uh, she is dedicated to supporting all those who seek relationship, harmony, and healing. And I also want to share a beautiful message. Um, She is in one of the oracle cards in Kyle Gray's Keepers of the Light oracle deck. And her message is this that loving union, connection, and relationship harmony are key at this time. It is important to remember, though, that relationships will not make you whole. Only your own love and devotion for yourself and the divine can do that. You now have opportunities to find lost parts of yourself, maybe sensual aspects or the capacity to cherish yourself. The relationships around you will then begin to reflect the love you have for yourself. Increased romance, love, and opportunities to express divine harmony through love are all becoming apparent in your life. You deserve divine love, and Radha, with her Shakti presence, 
is here to awaken this loving connection within you now. So as I said before, Lord Krishna enchants the world, but Radha enchants even him first. So she is the supreme goddess of all. Radha, as devotion, is the full power, and Lord Krishna is the possessor of that full power. Radha and Krishna are one. They are one. When we say their words, we don't say Radha and Krishna. When we say their name, we say Radha Krishna. And though, although they have taken two forms to enjoy a relationship, they are one. They are in union. They are whole. So Radha and Krishna have today become a single term, both having no meaning without each other. They are one. And while their relationship represents romantic love for us mortals, human love. It's really a divine teaching, a mystical teaching, a philosophical teaching. Radha represents the devotee, both male and female, and Krishna represents the divine. So Radha's intense love for Krishna symbolizes each devotee's passionate longing for spiritual communion, that intense union with the beloved God, Goddess, Great Spirit. So feel into your heart space for a moment. What does this level of devotion mean to you? Where do you withhold from opening your heart completely to this kind of devotion? I want you to feel what this, what this devotional love is. I want you to feel and see and hear what it could mean for you. And so I want to read to you the work of one of my favorite authors, David Data. And I'm going to read from his book, Dear Lover. He expresses this devotional love so well. And so the first passage I'm going to read to you is called The Gift of Making Love. I open my body to love's flow the most when I open with you sexually. Usually my body is something I use to work, to play, to get things done. But when I feel your body opening to mine, my body remembers love. Your sexual surrender awakens me to a depth of love I rarely feel in my body during any other time of the day. And through entering your heart and body with mine in love's deepest bliss, I open together with you to God. Your pleasure of surrender blesses my life and opens me in ways that feel new and deeper every time we make love. Your yearning attracts and inspires love. If you allow your deepest yearning to show through your entire body, you will attract and inspire a deep man. How would a deep man love you? A deep man is acutely aware of death, his, yours, and everyone's. Because he is always practicing to let go of everything, his consciousness is free, and he can only totally be present with you. He can truly see you. He can feel your deepest heart, and he can enter you completely, as if this were his last moment on earth with you. He is unafraid to lose everything in his full offering of love. Imagine that such a man were making love with you. He can feel his deepest purpose. Right now, he wants to open with you in utter heart surrender. From his deepest heart, he wants to enter you and take you open in love beyond all bounds. He gazes into your eyes and breathes with you, entering your heart fully, inhabiting your deepest heart's yearning. You can feel his presence opening you. 
His gaze penetrates into your heart's hidden love. He offers you a concentrated invasion of divine presence. Love's masculine presence enters you more deeply than you can ever open yourself. You can still feel your man's gaze holding your open heart deeply while his hand touches your body gently, tenderly. Your breath deepens and you can feel your man breathing with you. No part of you escapes his awareness. If your toe moves, he feels it. As your body shifts, he shifts with you, never letting you escape the claim of his full presence. He knows where to touch you and how to love you as he listens to your body's nipples and ripples and heart's response. You don't hold back. His tender touch and forceful gaze open your desire. You move to kiss him. He receives your kiss but doesn't stir. He smiles. You can feel him teasing you. You kiss him again, more forcefully. Again, he smiles and remains lovingly indifferent, although his gaze and touch continue to inhabit your every motion. You can't stand it anymore, and you roll on top of him, yearning for his deeper entrance, longing to be taken by this man who feels you so deeply and unerringly. Your soft bellies breathe together as you gaze into each other's eyes. His eyes seem endless, and yet also seem steely, intense, laser-like. Then suddenly he pounces. You are on your back, and he pins you beneath him. You gasp as his legs open your own. But he waits. He breathes with you. You can feel his hardness on the force of his belly against your soft belly, breathing with you, opening you with his full breath, in and out of your heart, his belly pressing into yours, his feet pinning yours to the bed, his hand holding your wrist, his gazes into your eyes. He continues feeling his own death, your death, everyone's death. He feels the preciousness of the moment, the delicate love at everyone's heart, the gift of being born in the form of a man and a woman. He feels love's open depth living through him, living through both of your forms. He connects with your heart through his gaze, his belly pressing into you, breathing you. He is so present with you that you can't help but open more deeply, surrendering beneath the weight of his heavy love, opening your legs to draw him in. He looks down at your breasts. He smiles. You can feel him adoring your feminine form. He kisses your breasts, gently sucking your nipples, then gazing into your eyes. You know how it feels when a man gets distracted by your body, focusing on one part while forgetting that the rest of you exists. But this is very different. Your man's adoration of your body is obvious, but so is his depth of feeling. He feels and loves your form, but he feels and loves deeper than your form too. He kisses. He's, his kisses feel more like poetry, reaching into your heart, a love offering of his deepest heart, preciously tendered by his knowledge of inevitable death, emerging through his lips to worship your breasts and so much deeper. You allow your body to respond to his worship. You press 
your open thighs around him, offering yourself to him more passionately, moaning and pleading, please, please. As he enters you sexually, your surrender unfolds beyond words and you speak in tones of incoherent pleasure in response to his claim. He is still tender, but more forceful, filling you hard with his claiming thrust. And you open deeper, and his openness continues to fill your body. Your whole womb and belly opens with fullness, and your heart opens, and your throat and mouth open. Sounds of love emerging. Your love opens beyond your man's shape. He stops moving. You open your eyes. You didn't even know you had closed them. And his gaze penetrates into you as deep as his thrusts. His gaze is demanding, wanting more from you. More depth, more love. You love to feel his demand. His belly and breath full against your belly, pressing into you. Like a faultless dancer, his movements anticipate yours. You feel inhabited by his presence. He knows your heart deeper than you do. For pleasure, you resist. You try to push. Get out of his grasp. Escape his weight. But he keeps you beneath him. You push and push and he doesn't move. But enters you slowly, more deeply. Filling your body and your heart while keeping your claims to his depth. Then you notice that his presence withdraws a bit. Is he thinking about something else? Did you do something wrong? You free your wrist and dig your fingernails into him. That gets his attention. And now, as he looks into your eyes, he can feel your devotion, your yearning for more depth. He realizes that his attention went shallow for a moment, but that your heart still wants and waits deeply. Your eyes softly plead, for his deep entrance. You will not settle for less. If you go shallow for even a fraction of a second, you awaken him, present with your movements, a sound or a slap. You offer your vulnerable heart to be taken by his claim. Your yearning is tangible. He can feel your heart's longing in the way you open your legs to him, in the sounds you make, and in your eyes. Your yearning draws him deeper, and when his claim commands your heart, you surrender more fully. Together, you go open without end. He feels into you, giving you everything, feeling you so much you can't take anymore, inhabiting your entire body, knowing your deepest heart's yearning. He feels through you, feeling open and still expressing his love as if this were your last moment on earth together. His presence so deep and so stable. His worship of your form goes through your form to the very openness of the moment and you naturally surrender, open in total trust. Nothing is left but love, breathing, living, and opening us all. How beautiful is that? <laughs> If we approached lovemaking like that, we would truly be giving gifts to one another. And after my last trip to Ibiza this spring, I also had a romance like this, where it started off as lust and human love, 
and it was very physical. And it eventually opened my heart so wide that love led me into deeper devotion towards divine. And this love pushed me past my learned love barriers, my resistances, so I could embody the devotional qualities of Goddess Radha. And so this full offering of my heart to the beloved became my door, my opening, my gateway, my portal to a deeper devotional connection to spirit. And this connection has been awakening my creativity and passion so I can receive abundance. And so this vulnerability, this devotion, this openness, this total offering, this receiving leads directly to you receiving abundance. So Radha, as divine Shakti, helped me to rediscover a lost part of myself that was traumatized, a sensuality about myself that was harmed and not honored in abusive relationships. And it was dishonored in my divorce. She helped me experience sensuality again inside my body and my heart. And she helped me to experience a relationship within myself that honored harmony and healing, and that I felt harmony and healing with someone else outside of me. So what would it feel like for you to shine open your heart, your eyes softly gazing into every other lover you meet? This is how we see only love. We worship one another with eyes of adoration and see past faults and fears. And so, I want to leave you with some ways you can practice fully living from the heart. And another book that I'm going to read from today, and I really love this book, it's called Tantric Sex, Making Love Last by Cassandra Laureus. And she really illustrates some lovely exercises to connect to yourself, to your body, to your heart, and to your lover, while noticing how fears and resistances and barriers come up and to love anyway, to keep opening anyway. So the first thing she says is seeing your partner as an energy body, as a divine partner. And I truly believe in that. It's what David Data was expressing, and it's the story of Radha Krishna and how she surrenders to him through devotion. So one of the things that you can do is eye gazing. And the aim of this exercise is to create a soul connection through looking deeply into the eyes of your beloved. The eyes are considered the windows to the soul. So sitting on the floor in open lotus posture with your back straight and legs open, um, you can sit in front of your partner and just gaze at him or her. You don't have to sit so close that you become cross-eyed, but you know you can, you can sit closely enough where the gaze is comfortable for some time and you're just relaxing into one another and sharing that moment of connection through the eyes, through the soul. And then you hold each other's gaze steadily without letting your eyes flick at all. And you steady your gaze over their face. You don't let your eyes wander off around the room. Just look and observe your partner, your beloved. Gaze at them without thoughts, without assessing their appearance or anything about them. Try to settle into your mind and just be in the presence of your beloved. 
And without speaking, look into the heart of the soul and the energy of your beloved. Open your heart to your beloved. Feel any kind of fiery passion or watery compassion or softness or tenderness or a melting sensation or tingling or butterflies, whatever those sensations are, feel them, open to them. And breathe slowly, really breathe. Inhale, exhale. Synchronize your breath. In tantric exercises, the man usually follows the pace of the woman's breathing. And while looking into your partner's eyes, focus on the sacred connection between the two of you, and then gradually extend your awareness out into the whole world, feeling a connection with the universe. If you're outside, look at the stars. If you're inside, feel his warmth, his strength, his protection, his lips, his smell. Feel all of that. And really look at your partner lovingly whenever you're engaged in something together. This helps your partner feel really seen and cared for. One of my favorite teachers, Deepak Chopra, says, the only true need anyone has is to be seen as real. If your eyes are slipping away or into objects around the room, it is hard for your partner to feel there is a safe level of intimacy or that you're really seeing them. Whenever you feel your attention wandering off into endless thoughts or distractions, bring yourself right back to the present moment with your partner. It's helpful to be in a quiet space with tranquil music, candlelight, and comfortable cushions that make you both feel relaxed and feel safe. Allow yourself enough time and do not hurry through the process of acknowledging and worshiping your partner. Remember, there is no goal to hurry towards, only the pleasure of the journey. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode on devotion. Next week, I'll be reading more from David Data's book, and I'll also be sharing the story of Radha Krishna with you as told from an erotic point of view, from the erotic myths and legends book by Sharuk Hassan. So until then, I wish you a beautiful journey into love and devotion. Let love be your offering to the world. I love you very much. Thank you for being with me. Namaste. Thanks for listening to Shakti Power. If you like what you heard, please share the Shakti Power podcast with your friends. And be sure to visit ShaktiPriestess.com to claim your free goddess gift bundle 